You are now listening to Straight Facts, only on Big Gold Belt Media with your host, Celis. Welcome back, everybody. I'm your host, Silly Sellis. Welcome to Straight Facts with Sellis. Um, we're here, season one, episode six. We're going to push on rolling. And I want to take you back for a second. One of my iconic sports scenes watching the movies is, you know, is this movie. And I'm going to see if you can guess it. Um, but you have a coach and coaches, coaches, some inner city kids is playing some baseball. And of course, they're having a tough time to start out. But after they, they win a game, uh, the kids want to go out for pizza. So the coach takes them out for pizza. Um, and when he does that, the kids say like, oh, we can do this. We can do this. And then they mention that we're going to the championship. And then the coach says, yeah, we can go to the championship. And then the kids say, we're going to the ship. We're going to the ship. We're going to the ship. Can you guess what movie that is? Give you a second to think about it. If you guess Hardball with Keanu Reeves, that's one of my favorite iconic movies uh, of all time. Um, that scene is one of my favorite scenes of all time. Even watching that as a, as a teenager growing up, um, thought it was a very well done movie, very strong story, um, very emotional story too, if you haven't seen it. Um, but if you haven't seen it, check out Hardball. Um, definitely a great movie. And that's going to be the, the title that we're going to mention today. Um, we're going to the ship. And when we're talking about we're going to the ship, I'm going to talk about three quick things in regards to this. And the first, let's talk about the women's national championship that's taking place today on April 3rd, 2022 against UConn and uh, South Carolina. And I'm going to talk about the games. I'm going to talk about my prediction. Um, so South Carolina played played a Louisville, two number one seeds going at it with each other. And this is the first time that I've seen Louisville um, play for the women's national, uh, excuse me, play for women's college basketball this season. I heard they were good, but I just never seen them. Um, but Louisville's tough. Louisville's tough. Um, shout outs to their coaching staff and their players for playing so hard. Um, one of their best players, and, I, and please forgive me for forgetting her name off the top. I should have been more prepared with this. But when you talk about just the heart of, an, of, a, of a lion to make sure you're trying to do everything you can do to make sure you prove your team deserves to be on the match against South Carolina. Um, South Carolina, the dominant team with Boston in the middle, a 6'5 junior. Oh, I mean, when you talk about tremendous footwork. Of her every time she goes in, seems like she's just a walking double double or has some great post moves. And then they're outside shooter with South Carolina. South Carolina is a tough team. Um, but Louisville, just give their hats off to them for just competing so hard and trying. It was close early. South Carolina pulled a little bit during that third quarter, um, which sealed their win. But my goodness, is Louisville deserves some credit of how well they played throughout the year. Once again, they just have a team that's hard aligned. So just, you know, the talent in the way just didn't match up to South Carolina's talent. Um, and shout out for South Carolina for winning. And then also UConn, 14 straight Final Fours, their 11th time that's won uh, or that's made it to the championship games in the last 14 years. And when you think about pure dominance from Gino as their head coach with the different players that they had during during their 10 years, uh, the, the the Diana Taurasi, the Sue Burrs, the Rebecca Lobos, um, the Tina Charles, the Maya Moores, now Paige Bruckers is in there. They've been having some dominant teams throughout years and years of time at UConn. And I had a conversation with my friend because I'm going to make predictions for the show, uh, for a championship game today. My prediction has altered a little bit. It has, it has altered. But I think I'm going to stand pat. I don't know. Let's let's talk about it for a second. 
So for the first time, I did a women's final four, my uh, women's final four bracket and championship and all tournament brackets. I had UConn and South Carolina in the championship. I did. Um, I thought UConn, when it comes to Paige Parker, I think she's like the most dominant player that I've probably ever seen, even more than Maya Moore time when it comes to women's basketball at UConn. She's only a sophomore. Um, she just is a walking bucket. It's like if I gave her a male comparison, it would be Kevin Durant in a woman's in a woman's uh, in a woman's jersey. It's like every time she comes down, is about to shoot. It's going to be a bucket every time. Uh, she does set up her teammates very well. She's a very unselfish player, but I think she's just so calm and smooth when it comes to playing. But after seeing South Carolina, South Carolina's inside presence is going to be a force to reckon with against UConn. Um, but Gino knows how to coach. But this is the part that that kind of altered my thinking. I had a question. I asked a friend. I said, "Do you think Don Staley, who's one of the greatest women's basketball players of all time, one of the greatest coaches of all time in any sport, whether it's women or men, do you think she would leave South Carolina?" And he told me no. And the reason why he said no is because Don Staley has set the standard of what she wanted to do for South Carolina, what people want to come to her. But a lot of times in men's sports, you see, oh. I'm doing great at, at VCU. Let me go to Texas. Or I'm doing good at Texas. Let me go to USC. I'm doing USC. Let me go to Kentucky. Or I did Kentucky. Let me go to North Carolina. Because they feel like another school will be a better fit for them to be successful. And it's very interesting in that he said no. So I think by that, if you can take UConn off from being undefeated in the last 14 years in national championship games, 14 straight Final Fours, and Gino is 11 and 0 in national championship games. If you're that one coach that can beat UConn with South Carolina, and this will be Don Staley's second championship if she wins, you're not a new mecca of women's basketball. Without a doubt, people want to come to South Carolina to join you. And it's already happening now. And you already got the good credit of Don Staley being in women's basketball history. But now South Carolina is that school to go to for for women's basketball. I think this game means more to South Carolina than anybody right now. And I think South Carolina may be more hungry. And with South Carolina being more hungry, I think you might have a situation where Don Staley's going to get this national championship game. At first I had UConn winning. I picked UConn in my bracket and I wanted to stay with it, but I think I'm going to change it. I think South Carolina wins tonight 60 to 54. Uh, that would be my final score. Um, and South Carolina will be cutting the nets uh, today for the Women's National Championship. Now, switch it over to the men's side. I saw the men's game very closely. Uh, Villanova, great season. The injury to their star guard uh, really hurt. Um, but Kansas was just shooting the ball lights out. Kansas was just shooting the ball lights out. This is the first time, once again, I've seen Kansas. And Kansas, I think, has some flaws. I'm not too, too big on their big man. Um, very athletic. Um, but I think he could be very, he could be stopped because I was very surprised by Villanova's front line that didn't get a chance to compete and even stretch the game out a little bit. They didn't shoot the ball well enough. Um, and they had a couple of runs, but it was just too late. But Kansas dominated that game. It wasn't even close. Um, but boy, they could shoot. They could shoot. And then you had a classic with Carolina and Duke. Tobacco Road, eight miles. Baycock got hurt late, came back with an injured ankle. Caleb Love, he's just been lights out all season. Um, Duke, Duke was in it, but now Coach K is done. Coach K is done. As a UNC fan myself, um, I respect everything that Coach K has done. I think he's a great coach. Do I think he's one of the greatest coaches of all time? That's debatable. Um, 
But his tenure is done now. John Shire's taking over with Duke. But that game was a classic. That game was a classic going back and forth, back and forth, up three, up four, transition. Now down three, down four, talking about North Carolina side. That game was a true reason why you say Duke Carolina is the greatest rivalry in all sports, pro and college. Duke and North Carolina, how close it is each game, the lines that come from the coaches that's been there, the Dean Smith times, the the now Hubert Davis, um, Roy Williams, going back and forth with Mike Krzyzewski. But let me say something about Hubert Davis. People need to put respect on that man's name. Played at Carolina as a, as a, as a, as a Tar Heel himself. Went to the NBA, one of the greatest shooters of all time, a very underrated shooter. The boy could flat out hoop. When he was with the Knicks, he could flat, flat out hoop. But he's the epitome of a player's coach. You can see those players wanting to play from him, trusting him. It was a couple of segments where Hubert Davis could have called a timeout and could have set, but he said, no, I'm going to let you guys ride out. You guys make the best decision. It reminds me of kind of a John Harbaugh in the Baltimore Ravens in the NFL, where there's been several clips saying, Lamar, you want to go for it? Okay, let me call a play for you. And he trusts his team. When you have an organization that has a supervisor, boss, or things of that nature, that can help guide the success of what it means to be successful, that means a lot. That means a lot to the players. That means a lot to who you're working with, who you're working for, that they would do anything for you. They would run through that wall for you. And it's all about understanding how to communicate and talk to people. Very important. And with that being said, the eighth seed is the lowest seed to ever win a national championship. Happened in Villanova when they beat Georgetown. Um, I think the eighth seed is going to be the number one again. I think North Carolina, even though I'm a fan, even though North Carolina only goes seven deep, they will be cutting down the nets in New Orleans and they'll beat Kansas. Now, Kansas is going to start off early, but when North Carolina gets to lock in on D and things of that nature and continue with the buckets with, with R.J. Davis and Caleb Love and Baycott in the middle and Manic on the outside, inside, North Carolina is going to be cutting down those nets. The battle of Roy Williams coaching his Kansas teams versus his North Carolina team. But don't get it twisted. Roy Williams is all North Carolina. When the North Carolina is a student, he's all North Carolina. But I think North Carolina is going to tear down the nets. As a surprise, as an eight seed winning the national championship. Phenomenal job by all teams being up to this point as they're getting ready to go to the championship games. Today for the women's, tomorrow for the men's. And lastly, I want to take a sneak peek. WrestleMania, I know I have my other show where we talk about it, the Big Go Belt Podcast. Check us out every Thursday, Big Go Belt Media, live there every Thursday, 8 p.m. And they had night one of WrestleMania. Now, looking at this card, and this I'm not talking about WrestleMania, I'm just talking about it on a sports perspective. Looking at the card, it's two nights of a card, like a big, big prize fighting championship. I wasn't excited about the card. But when I tell you, when you get ESPN alerts or Bleacher Report alerts, to match something of a championship feel that we'll review on Thursday. Night one of WrestleMania was a success. And night two could be even bigger. Once again, stand by, watch this on live Thursday, Big Go Belt Media, Big Go Belt Podcast, which I'll be in there. Um, check it out. Check it out. It was a big, big fight feel. On so many ways, so many ways. Very impressed about some things that took place. And one thing I'll say is I'll give to credit because of how wrestling is, and I'll talk about that on the podcast. I'm going to give credit 
to those that lost. And there's two people in particular that lost. I have to give so much credit to to make it a big fight for you. So once again, it's going to be another short show because it's not a lot of hit things that's going on in sports right now that we need to break down at the moment. So another halftime segment that if you're watching the women's game tonight or the men's game tomorrow, just a quick halftime segment. Um, the NBA playoffs are coming up. I will be back in two weeks because I got to go out of town. I'll be back in two weeks. When I come back, I'll go deep in the NBA playoffs and get my prediction round by round of who's going to win the NBA finals. And I'm going to try to be so objective as possible, even though my number one sons are the number one team in the NBA. I'm going to be a very objective. Um, I'm going to try to dab in the NHL playoffs a little bit. Um, surprise, my Red Wings didn't do very well. Um, by that time, we're going to get ready for some NFL draft preview. Uh, NFL drafts coming up at the end of this month. So things are starting to heat up in the off seasons of, of the NFL where the schedule is going to be coming out soon, I think in early May. Um, I have some rumors of, of scheduled things that, that I think will take place. Um, but that's where we are. We're going to the ship. Please make sure you enjoy your championship game, games and WrestleManias and championship Mondays. Um, it's going to be very interesting in the next couple of days. Very interesting. So as your host, Silly Sellers, uh, I hope you guys are well. Once again, please make sure you take care of yourselves and each other. I'm still that from best of hope. Um, stay safe. If you're doing any spring break from colleges or any schools and things of that nature, enjoy your time. And we'll catch you on the flip side. See you later.